You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. This is not my hole. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on podcasts, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network that has a whole list of other Bat-related shows that also like to dive into other nerdy subjects that all of us, including the man who's sitting here with me today, Peter Arvera, love to frolic about. In our Nobody free time, beats the biggest frolicker. God bless him. No, Batman true. Book Club is also on Patreon. If you, if you like what's going on with the show, you want to help support the show uh, to keep it frolicking, just go to patreon.com slash the BatNBC. Real men don't frolic. I don't know about some of you. Now, know. thank you for listening to episode 186, Batman in January. It's our first wrap-up episode of 2024, and you've heard him cutting in here. This whole time that I'm doing this great intro, it's called interrupting. Um, my constant, <laughs> my constant guest on the uh, on the wrap up episodes, um, from Street Out of Gotham, Peter Arvera. Hello, Peter. How you doing? You know, there's not much that uh, me and Kowalski agree on, mostly because uh, he's uh-huh. ridiculous. But the uh-huh. frolicking thing has really brought us together to uh, make sure you understand what that word he, is. He he loves frolicking. He does not. He a man on, of God, such as Justin, does not frolic. He was on this episode, or on this show, earlier uh, this month, as in last episode. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how much he liked to frolic. So, I doubt I that mean, happened. Yeah, No, I don't think so. You know, I really always want to interject when I um, do intro you on this show of Peter R. Vera. But I really just want to cut in Batman Forever. Uh, what's that stand for? <laughs> Hope. <laughs> exactly hope. hope stands for hope go, go way back what was it 2021 maybe Somewhere. like episode 50 was the of this show was the birth of peter r vera are you sure so, um, i thought it was a group chat i don't know it could have been. no it was a group of us us uh crazy bat bat boys um that yeah the the birth of peter r vera began so um happy to have you sitting here with me yet again not too crazy of a lineup for us to get to um but I have quite a few thoughts, and I'm sure you do too. So, Peter, let's just let's hop into Batman comics released in January. We always start this off with um, a book that you love um, so much, and it's the Batman title, which I review for Batman on film. And I always come out the gate my thoughts first. This is Mind Bomb Part Three, ending mm-hmm. this arc, uh, written by Chip Zdarsky with art by Jorge Jimenez, colors by I always mispronounce his name, Tamu Mori, Girl TM. Oh boy, uh, cliffhanger last month. I liked the issue last month. Um, didn't love it. I thought you know this is it's all right, it's good. And then it ended on one that you and I were like, damn it, it's good old fail safe. Bring him back to the robot. Back to the T900. <laughs> it's like, um, I think, in the words of many, God damn it. <laughs> like, 
I just I don't like Batman I thought versus shit was the machine. Over. <laughs> I did too. I, I thought, don't like Batman against the machine. Um, again, as I always say in here too, I try to read this with an open mind and not that bias. Of like, hey, just review this issue on this issue, not my personal feelings. Art is great. Colors, great. I like Batman and stuff. When Batman, you know, he's running for it out in the wilderness, outside of a cabin in the, in the snow and stuff. All that's cool. The action is drawn like really good. It's just I don't like the concept of this freaking failsafe. Get him the hell out. I just I don't. Bleh. And then on the end of it, and which we all probably could have assumed is going to be leading into next month, three issues of Batman, uh, three weeks in a row of the Joker year one story. Um, it's teased at the end of this little um, Bruce Wayne and Joker talking. And I'm not one that really enjoys Joker knows Batman as Bruce Wayne. Yeah, that, that's I don't like one that. of the many things about this uh, post-rebirth era that I don't enjoy. Yeah, I, I don't really like that because I just feel like that's, I don't know. He I feel like, to me, what works best for me is that Joker doesn't know who Batman is and doesn't want to know who the doesn't Batman care. is yeah. because that takes away the fun. Yeah, Batman, so, it's Batman. He could care less about who's under the mask. He wants to be yep, wants Batman. Exactly. And so then with that, and then there's a backup story that, um, in this together, Chip Zdarsky, Dustin Wen, and it's like I don't know more mind f Zernar crap from other like eh, blah. So I mean, the issue with the action stuff was cool. It's it's not like I don't really care for it though. Yeah, that's not enough for me to buy a book. Uh, I'm yeah. really considering dropping this again. I picked this up. Uh, I've had a on and off relationship with Batman for a while. I mean, we all know I dropped Detective because I think that sucks. Mm -hmm. um but batman well, is having more on that problems. soon <laughs> um you know i, I came back because uh, the the 89 keaton came uh batman came back in, in comics so he made a guest cameo appearance i hung around after that and uh it's it's been up and down it's been pretty shitty i'm not gonna lie like even the yeah. even the ups are pretty bad ups they're just kind of like meh you know i just I, i'm i'm done with this terminator thing i don't know what zadarsky's doing but between batman and detective they are just recycling other people's ideas and i don't think either of this is fresh um yeah you know the characterizations there is fine for Batman. It, it's it's the story. It's literally Detective and Batman are paralleling each other with crap storytelling. Uh, they Detective both think that they can expand on Morrison's R.I.P. When that's a story that I was fine with it closing the book and being done at that moment. Yeah, because I didn't like that to begin with. <laughs> and there's expansions on that that I'm just like I'm not yeah. asking for more of this. I don't I don't know if I'm alone in this, but apparently you and I are on the same boat. Like we aren't asking for more of that and. That's what's yeah. I, I don't know what to do other than to speak with my wallet. I just yeah. I I, rev, I can I'll read them digitally uh, uh through the press releases and stuff, but I yeah. I don't think I can justify spending money on this because I really do think this is not good. That's all. I mean, I just I, I can't. I'm tired of saying oh the art's great, but the story sucks. Like that's just I'm yeah. tired of saying that. Yeah. I so I yeah. There you go. Um, we're pretty much in line on that. I think I and. I like it less. I, I like it less than you do. I don't know if that's the wording. I'm trying to. I don't think that's true at all. Sure, go for it. Like, uh, I don't know. So, I'm. I don't know. Remember how much how high hopes we had for us as comic readers when the era of Zdarsky's on Batman and Rom V's on Detective, and you and I were like, wow. 
Wow, this, this is, is going to be, be great. Epic. It's awesome. just totally fall flat. And yeah, I, fall flat. unfortunately, it's not. For two comic book lovers and Batman lovers, we're not enjoying it. Not at um, all. It's very disappointing when two writers, especially because I love Zdarsky's Daredevil. Like, he had a great run on Daredevil. That that book was phenomenal. Ron B was doing Catwoman. He was doing Swamp Thing. He did not. You just read his Aquaman Black Label which was story. Absolutely. Which both of us liked that one. Yeah, I just it's it's a real bummer that his uh, his Batman just did not turn out as good. It, it just brings me back to JRJR's run on DC. That was an abysmal mess too. <laughs> you know, like just uh, guys you expect. It just you know it's it's like signing a, a free agent in the off season for your ball club, and he just comes off this fifty home run, one hundred thirty five RBI season, and then come the, the season after you sign him, he hits sixteen and knocks in sixty five, and you're like. This is not worth four fifty. Thought it was going close to when the Reds signed uh, Griffey, but he got hurt, which is more so he wasn't underperforming. He just he just got injured like every single yeah. year after that, <laughs> which still kind of yeah. hurt. But it was kind of it was out of his own doings. I mean, it wasn't out of his hands. There you go. Anyways, yeah. Um, I'll move along. Uh, I don't know if you read they launched they launched this is I guess volume three the Batman and Scooby Doo mysteries. No, I did not. How Number did one? you enjoy this? Did you? Love this, this one was fun. Uh, the the cover teased uh, the Flying Graysons, and you've got Nightwing swinging in with Batman and Mystery Inc. And so, of course, a little bit of Dead Man action in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, little Nightwing, Dick Grayson, all that stuff. Um, I'd recommend people not like you just go flat out and buy it because I know you're kind of up and down. You kind of read it if I tell you like Pete, you need to read this one. Then you will. Is Otherwise, it up you're there? Like, eh. but, is it up there with the writing of the very first Batman Scooby Doo? Remember the the number one or the first volume? Like that the was very like, first one was way too uh incredible. <laughs> <laughs> there were too many great nods of like year one and stuff like that mm. just blasted in that first issue that. That's just like the peak. Um, but it's been consistent since. And this one, I think I'd tell you to like go back to like the, the review and check it out. Um, or our, you know, the the access you and I have. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a quick read. It's like 10, 15 minutes, maybe. Um, if you're I'm telling you, if there's no scrappy do. I'm having a hard time picking this up. I'm just saying. I know. And I can't tell you. I'll let you know because I want you to just read something and not know and then you read it and you're surprised by scrappy it'll be the Scrap- one time that you'll be like so how'd you like this issue and i'm like you know what? i don't even want to talk about it i didn't really like it and you're like "Ooh, scrappy's in it i, I want I'll a scrappy do <laughs> red herring team up <laughs> make it so uh overall though i thought that this one was fun like i've said on this they, they've done two volumes of this two 12 issue runs of batman scooby doo uh pretty much same team same you know um circle of writers and artists and stuff and it's it's more of that. So if you enjoyed it before, it's harmless, good fun for all ages. Uh, worth checking out, I think, if you've enjoyed the stuff. Uh, moving along, second Tuesday in January, Batman and Robin number five. Uh, let's see, Joshua Williamson, and then on writing duties, a new artist on this one, and I am going to butcher it. Nicola C. C i z m e s i j a. I don't. I don't want to offend and mispronounce. I believe um, this and is where my uh, Rex Locus colors in NHL fandom comes in handy. This looks like it's named it. from the the old Czech Republic, if you know what I'm talking about. Yes. This looks like Sizja. Uh, Sizja. Right. That's what I'm going with. Sizja. Well, you <laughs> you have earned the right to comment on this one first, Pete. 
Yes, my, my old Doc Emmerich background of NHL expertise <laughs> is really coming handy uh, when it comes to these uh, names, with lots of Z's, and you know the, the Polish-looking names. Yeah. <laughs> As you know, I love this title. Mm-hmm. I think this title ca- captures the essence of Batman and Robin perfectly. It's in a modern setting. We've got Damien finally in um, a. a uh, I'd say capacity that is enjoyable. He's no longer just a turd. He's no longer a walking ass. Uh, he's he's a turd, but okay. ah, yeah, but he's like a turd with conviction. You know, like he's he knows he's doing the right thing. He's not just being a dick. Um, I, I'm really into it. I I love the dynamic between Bruce and Damien. How he even Damien doesn't want his dad at school and yada yada yada. I think it's cool involving villains like Orca, who are <laughs> minor villains but still like low level villains who are easy enough for uh, a takedown and such. I, I'm enjoying the mission. I'm excited to see where this goes. I want to see what Damien does on the soccer team. I flat out love this title. This is one of the titles I look forward to every month. I can't say it enough. In an era of shitty Batman being printed consistently by DC, (laughs) this is a title that cannot be missed. All right. Well, you've been more into it than I have been. Um, I liked this issue. Damn right. It will. It, I think it is doing something different than the than other issues in that sense of how you said of, you know, Batman showing up at school and volunteering as the dad, you know, for the student that that's there. And, you it's know, Goldberg's playing into the father son dynamic mm-hmm. and stuff and more on that in probably like 20 minutes. But um, I, I think there's an interesting hook here in the principal being Damien's old teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, and just seeing like you know, there's that whole page that takes you through the whole, the whole week and how he's constantly kind of got his eye in the background on the principal and then other shenanigans going on at school. That's kind of fun. Um, is it? It's not my preference of Batman material, but it is actually like it is doing something different and kind of putting Batman and Bruce Wayne in a different setting. You know, something different than what we've seen before. And I can always appreciate that. Um, it brings me back to early 90s, like Chuck Dixon, Robin comics, where like Tim Drake's in high school. True. And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He's got to go back and forth. Some go. Of that. There's even one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite runs in Batman, Batman War. Or I believe it's War Crimes, War Drums, that whole saga. Yeah. There's uh, there's one operation where the, the family has to, you know, there's a hostage situation in high school. Batman's got to come out. And it's Batman's essentially first public appearance in the modern day. Uh, as opposed to being uh, now and being photographed and stuff. So it brings me back to those stories. And there's a lot of, maybe a little nostalgia there, but I think Williamson's really hitting the head, uh, the nail on the head here. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised because our pal Javi uh, trio, we like, he and I have been talking and been on the same page of, of our feelings on the book for the most part. So he'll probably be a little surprised to find out that I'm like, actually, I like this one. And I liked how I liked where it ended too. Like enough of an intrigue of like, oh, okay, we're just gonna go next. So, like I don't know how much you can trust Javi. If it were up to him, Batman would go out <laughs> running around looking like Sherbert. So it's, I just it's I because of Javi that all this Zuran R madness is happening from Zadarsky. Him and Zadarsky are, are our best pals. So <laughs> I believe Zadarsky goes over Javi's for, for steak and <laughs> for cinnamon and, rolls. Uh, yes, yeah, steak and cinnamon <laughs> rolls. That's their Sunday brunch. Oh God. Oh man. Uh so yeah, then 
I'm surprised at like how much I enjoyed this because at the get go of this issue too, I was like, yeah, I was almost, I was almost waiting the past couple issues of like, all right, is this going to be the one where I finally tell Pete? All right, I think I'm out after this, but um, it's doing all right. It still got me intrigued. That was the only Batman book that week. So now we're going to hop into the third Tuesday of the month, Peter. Well, there's also only one issue of Batman that week. But that is Batman Superman World's Finest, number 23. The issue, Pete, that you've been waiting for me to read, Fall of Thunder, Rise of Magog. I mean, I, I think it's great that you're actually learning more about the DC Universe through this book, the expanded history. I know you settle around Gotham so much, and you don't really like leaving there. So it's nice to know that you can uh, expand your knowledge here with this book. I think Wade's doing a really fantastic job teaching you things as he goes along. Peter, now listen, you at home. I know you listen and you think that Pete and I just give each other shit and everything, but I think that's Pete is actually being a little, <laughs> and it's very true. But Pete's genu being genuine right here because he and I have many talks about, yes, my preferred geoforce. I prefer the old G force. Um, my preference is hanging around Gotham with the Caped Crusader. And I, I've actually been reading and I've been updating Garrett about this too. Burns Man of Steel volume one hardcover. Blasting through that, where you made an appearance um, on one of the covers, which is pretty yes. pretty wild. My, my um, good friend, Mr. Byrne, he likes to include me every once in a while. Fantastic. But there is a little bit more, you know, exposure to other elements of the DC universe that, you know, pending the mood, sometimes I'm not in the mood for. I can credit, I think, this book because I've just enjoyed, especially this arc, the return to the Kingdom mm. Come universe. It's gotten me not strictly more realistic because then i even tell you when i don't when i read other comics but they're you know um ryan loves a good West phillips brew baker and phillips like their stuff is instant day one read for me other realistic crime like down to earth stuff like that is where i go but i'm surprised you're not I, a huge daredevil fan to be honest with you i know it seems I, right up your alley what is the obviously like the i think you just hate blind Mil people miller stories uh I don't think I do. Yeah, you're. Uh, let me get back to you on that one. Let's read. Ryan uh, the... hates Braille. He tears. He tears it down when he sees it in public. That's true. It's like sandpaper. <laughs> it's um, like sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> but I was reading. I read a bunch of um, Frank Miller's uh, second, like volume two, omnibus of his Daredevil. Mm, I read a lot stuff. of those stories, and that was yeah, those were awesome. And I I don't know why I didn't keep going with that. I think you but, would like the Brewbaker stuff. Uh, the uh, I want to dip called? into that too. Not Daredevil? the Brubaker. Um, what's his name? Oh, I forgot oh. his name. Um, he, Mark uh, Wade? I'm just kidding. Um, no, the bald guy. Bendis. Bendis. Brian uh, Michael Bendis. Gotcha. The Bendis Daredevil, in my opinion, is the greatest Daredevil. You know you know who else loved that? Justin Kowalski. Just, just in, when he's not complaining about everything <laughs> sucking for the, the, you know, before it actually sucks. Justin's got good taste. All right. Uh, as for this issue yeah good old magag um gog this goes a little you know it goes a little bit more leaning into the area that i'm turned off by but yet i'm with it just because we've had this is what chapter four of this arc mm -hmm. um i've been so into the previous three chapters that i was in take me where you want to take me mark wade and dan mora um and i'm there and I, yeah and i thought this issue was a little issue was a lot of fun and then I don't want to give anything away, but 
but obviously there's certain things that I see that instantly make me think of Peter Vera and that last page. I was like, Oh, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, that whole book has been kind of leading up to, I think the last two issues we've kind of been learning about Magog's problem as problem, his plan and his intentions on taking on dark side with the, with the help of earth's heroes. And I'm with you to an extent where this normally isn't my jam, but Wade writes each character so well. Yeah. And he is taking, you know, I don't know if this is because he's adapting or continuing something that he previously wrote himself, as opposed to V and Zdarsky who are adapting another man's work. Yeah. But it seems like Wade is way more fluid in knowing what he needs to do with specific characters, what they should be doing. Um, you know, the whole multiverse thing, you know, it's just, it's really fascinating what Wade is doing yeah. here. It's, this is, I say it every time, this feels vintage. Like he is just, he has found his, he's found his groove. You know, remember that movie Stella got a groove back? Well, Wade got yeah. his groove back and he is. Mark Wade is Angela Bassett. Dance floor. He's Angela Bassett <laughs> through and through. That's it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a lot of fun. This is, you know, next issue to be concluded, which is issue number 24, I think. Yes. Um, when that's done, I think I want to go back and read Kingdom Come. And then I want to read this like as a almost like as a double feature sort of deal. Uh, yeah, I think there's I a think lot it's of gonna be a wonderful companion piece to Kingdom Come. Yep, I think so too. And I think we've asked, we've mentioned, and I've still never asked him, our pal, Mr. Minnesota, um, if he was reading this, being that he is the Kingdom Come diehard. Well, I think he's yeah, even got actually, a tattoo on his back. It's like uh like that text, the title I know, Kingdom Come. Or my god, maybe he's got my god on there. I know this weekend he's been very busy because I bought a TV and he personally delivered it to my house. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, he's on the road. So, uh, he's been, he's been traveling. He's been he's been racking up the miles. He's trying to take uh, the old wife to the Caribbean for uh, next Christmas. So oh, he's too busy racking up the points. You know, he's, he's, he's a real hero. Be, yeah, he's a man of the people, or at least a man <laughs> of the missus. Man he of does the people. Stole, mm-hmm. You know, he's got um, a hell of a garage. though. you ever see that man's garage? Yes, I have. I'm just no frolicking zone there. There's a lot of frolicking going on there. Yeah. The so yeah, world number twenty three. Um, I haven't seen anybody talk like. I haven't seen anybody say anything negative about this title. And I don't think that they should because this is, this is good stuff. I think it's kind of consistent. It's one of the more consistent books. Um, There you go. Now, like I said, that was it for that week. So then we're on uh, the following December or January 23rd. Detective comics number 1081. Good old Ram V. Uh, the writer. Ricardo Federici on the arts. And let's see. Oh, it says Ricardo Federici and Stefano Raphael, artist Lee Luffridge or Lowridge on colors. Pete, this is a book that you review for Batman on film that I say that every month be as long or short as you want about this review. This book sucks. It just does. It's horrible. Um, I don't know what the story's about. There's this worthless question story in the middle. I don't. I read it digitally. I don't know if there was a problem putting the book together, but there's no reason why this question story has to interrupt the main title twice. I don't understand it. It takes me out of both stories simultaneously. Uh, the backup story is... I'm pretty sure Dan Waters wants to just destroy Batman because I think he's... Dan Waters is probably the worst Batman writer I've ever read. Um, I, I want to apologize to Simon Spurrier. You had the title until then. Your backups were abysmal until Mr. Waters entered the picture. Um, I am just completely shocked 
by how horrible this book is. It's just not entertaining. Uh, it's not enjoyable. I, I, I don't want to speak negatively on it. I could be a lot more harsh if you want to. Uh, you can give me a ring no. on the phone if you want me to just tell you what I really think. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's just not good. I, I would not suggest reading it. I highly suggest everyone stop purchasing this so we can figure out a way to get to come from Detective Comics on the right track because right now it is just not uh, it's not going the right way. It's just I'll, I'm going to say what I said earlier on the other one. Uh, I I think the art is fantastic. Uh, Ricardo Federici, I love his like pencils, and I think I'm the coloring that, for man. that stuff is excellent. That is by far and away the only positive thing I have to say about the issue. Like, I wouldn't um, even cut this issue up and put it up in my locker if I was in high school. You know, that's I just even the I just everything about it is tainted because the story is just so stupid. I just Sorry. I don't. I'm just not. I don't like it. I'm listen to the past probably like twelve episodes wrap ups. Where I've said kind of like the same thing. There's maybe I don't one even know who Six Eyed like, Sally is. I don't even know her name. I just think it's I don't know. I don't I don't like it. Um, I've said enough about like negative about it. So, yeah, don't like it. Period. Yeah, I, Over please it. don't buy this book. Done. I'm, I'm begging you. Um, I will send Eric Holzman to your house personally if you do purchase this book. Well, don't promise that to people. And you know what he's going to do, and it's going to involve your mother. Not <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> that might not scare people away i don't know <laughs> all right also that tuesday there was uh batman the brave and the bold book nine which had finally the conclusion batman the winning card part four by writer tom king art by mitch garrods uh art and colors by mitch garrods you have been i think on like this specific story. Um, well, on the title I have loved in general. It. It's yes. Well, on the title in general, I know. But I think this specific one, because this is what I've said is like the highlight for me of the book. That's the only reason that I really read the book is was the, you know, the Batman centered story. And this one was the fourth part. Um, I loved it. I thought they stuck the landing. I thought this is some of the coolest and creepiest art. Like the, these four issues that Garrett's done with the Joker, especially um, there's this awesome image of Joker jumping and the moon. Basically, it's dancing with the devil in the pale moonlight and mm-hmm. how the moon's just like glowing and how creepy the Joker is and stuff. And I just I I love this story, the winning card. I just flat out do. I think it's great. Um, yeah, I don't really want to. I don't know. I don't want to give like specifics other than that. I just think like the story works. I love this style that they that King and Garrett's went with and everything. And Bruce, like early, early on bouncing between, you know, public Bruce Wayne and then secretly as Batman. I love that stuff. The very violent clash between him and Joker um, all just worked for me. Uh, yeah, it was okay. Um, yeah. I thought the backup story was better. Uh, or the final Batman story. The black and white. Backup. Yeah, I thought the black, black and white Batman story was better. I think the best story in this book is actually the Aquaman tale. I think it blows everything away. Uh, This Tom King story is, uh, in my opinion, um, overrated. Uh, Mitch's art is fantastic, but his story is just bland. It just falls flat. It's it's not. uh, I there are much better Tom King stories out there to read uh, right now, um, in my opinion. Um, Yeah, uh, it just fell flat. I I don't know what it is, but Mitch's Joker, I will give you that. He's very creepy. 
And I, I dig that. But um, I didn't read the, uh, what is it, the Raw Dog? What's his name? Road Dog? War Dog? I didn't read that story either. Raw Dog? Pete. Yeah. Get your get your focus back here. Is Come it on. Raw Dog? Is it Raw Dog? Um, <laughs> whatever his name is. I don't know what his name is. He gave him some stupid name. That's their Old dog. Raw Dog. Wild Dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually one of the name of Frank the Tank's hot dog segments. I think raw he dog? calls it Raw okay. Dogging. All right. Well, anyway. <laughs> ballparks and tries different hot dogs. But um, Evans yeah, no. This uh yeah, I don't know. This this you're happen. like it's okay. It's just yeah, okay, it's okay for you. Um, I do love Bruno Redondo's uh black and white story in the back. Yeah. Uh, writer and artist of it. So actually, the winning card is going to be in the Batman: The Brave and the Bold Volume One trade collection that comes out in April. Um, you and I are we think they're going to sell all these black and white shorts that have been in each issue. They're going to collect those and do like a you know. I think we'll do like black what, and white. Yeah, I think they will too. Black and white volume, which would be cool. Somewhere. Because I'll get it because I've liked most of these. Um, I think Redondo's art is great. Uh, mm-hmm. You and I, we talked about when he was doing the art on the Nightwing book and how great that stuff was. And he carries it over here. And obviously black and white, though. Um, I love the big bat cave shots. Bruce talking with Alfred. And then in the end, like basically what like Gordon with the, the bat signal on GCPD and stuff like all that stuff is just, I don't know. A great little short story that looks fantastic. So. It's a good story that goes with good art. How about that? Yeah. How about I that know, I, I'm telling you guys, don't sleep on this Aquaman tale. It's been a lot of fun. Aquaman, uh, Ape City, uh, Gorilla City. Um, and it's just, it's under, it's uh, monkeys underwater. It's absolutely insane. Give it a shot. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. Say no more. Yeah. Monkeys underwater. Mon- monkeys underwater. Like, what else do I need to tell you guys in order to give this a read? Um, you're really going to enjoy this. If you love the expanded DC universe, this is going to be right up your alley. And this is what the Brave and the Bold is. It's uh, it, They're going to slap Batman on it and hope that you guys read it with that intention. But you know what? The mm-hmm. best story coming out of it is going to be Aquaman. It's the an Aquaman. ensemble story. That's such an Aquaman. Monkeys underwater. That's it. So, yeah. I, I love this Aquaman tale, by be totally honest with you. It's one of my favorite tales, uh, actually, of the month. Um, but uh, not my favorite book because everything surrounding it is kind of meh. Mm. Uh, let's move it along. There's a fifth Tuesday. And usually when there's a fifth Tuesday DC land, that means that we've got some annuals coming. Well, Pete, there were two annuals in the month of January. First one I missed being... These annuals. I missed this. I missed one annual. I'm sorry. You missed one. Okay. Batman and Robin annual number one. Did you read That's that? That's the one I missed. That's the That's one, I missed. one you missed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Josh Williamson, uh, Howard Porter on the art. I'm trying to see who did colors. Oh, it just says, oh, uh, Rain Barreto. I always like when someone's named Rain. Rain. Um, I was trying to think of when we talked about Howard Porter recently, but it was the band. You're getting that confusion, Ray Porter. Oh, okay. Oops. My bad. Oops. <clears throat> um. No, it was the Bane One Bad Day story. So I talked about Ray. it with your your Seattle pal. Um, oh, Chris Clown. Paul <laughs> I'm just Herman. kidding. Paul Herman. <laughs> he, uh, he and I talked about it in our One Bad Month, and how like Porter's art is very like. I don't know. It's evolved into a style more so that I don't really enjoy. Ooh. Um, Williamson's story though is actually kind of fun, and this is a this is a fun standalone story. So I'd recommend for you to check it out, especially. It's on my poll list. I just I yeah. I fell asleep last night while I was catching up, and the, the so two I, issues. I, I won't give details away. There's one thing that gets very annoying is that that I mentioned like 20 minutes ago with the Batman and Robin series. 
Roos being, you know, the father. Well, in this, Williamson goes way too much in it, and everything's like, son, 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 son. I don't like, see. Yeah. I don't think that's necessarily him saying, yeah. "Hey, you're my." It's like Alfred, yeah. right? All right, whatever. You you clearly yeah. don't hang around older people. I, I do. That's where I spend my afternoon. My uncle still calls me son. Like he just says it. It's, it's just weird. It's just when it's Bruce doing it. It's just a little kind of like okay, it's a little hokey. But that aside, that's what you're the complaining two of them, about. That he actually calls his son his the son. Two, yeah, it should be like everybody called a little bastard. You know, especially because that's what Damien is. But I recommend <laughs> that you should. They go hey, asshole! Like <laughs> get over here. Now that's more like it. That's more a, combat father. Sound son. like Scorpion. <laughs> Damien, get over here. Oh my gosh, it'd be great. Alfred, get over. Can you imagine if Batman sent it to the Joker while fighting? Like he ties, like he ties the ankle up with a batarang. Get over here. You know he could actually go even further than that and shoot the grappling gun at somebody and be like, get over yeah. here and eject, like bring him to him, and that'd be just like Mortal Kombat. If the MCU um, had any idea how to actually insert humor, they would do that once with Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm being brutally honest. Like that's actually yeah. a funny joke. That's that is. Shazam yeah, did it, it with. Uh, What's it called? Oh, uh, Eugene, and he did the Goku thing while he was fighting in the first one. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. Fighter? I can't remember, but he did that, and I, I thought that was funny. So, um, that's real humor, by the way. Go see there's, an, there's another character in this that I won't spoil that pops up. That's kind of fun too. Uh, yeah. So for an annual, if even if you guys haven't been following along, it's a it's a standalone story. You don't have to be all caught up on the the title. It's one of those annuals. Sometimes annuals go either way. Yeah, they're yeah, standalone. There continues. You, you can't really yeah. tell sometimes. Yeah, it's. I mean, it stands on its own, and it's it's worth checking out. I think it was it was a fun story by Williamson. It's just the the art gets a little like eh, eh, not totally my style, but uh, also another annual. So you did read the Batman Superman World's Finest annual? Yes, eh? I did because you know I had to. My main man's in it. Yes, yes, he is. And that is the Bye. only part of this that I read because. It says on the front, in this issue, Bumblebee, Metamorpho, Challengers of the Unknown, and much more. And I'm like, well, I'll just read the Batman Superman stuff. and then. But dude, you have to read Metamorpho. He's going to be in Superman Legacy. <laughs> uh, so the first story in this, the first short, is called The Fifth Dimension. Imp- well, no, that's the location. Imp Herald. Imp Herald. Imp Herald. Written yes. by Mark Wade and Colin Bunn, art by Edwin Gallman and Lee Luffridge. Yet again, colors. All oh, right, colors at pages eight to okay. Yeah, so I don't. Uh, Pete, you can start this off because this is your this is your thing. I honestly just read the primary. I pulled my Lauer card out here because I oh. had a time crunch, and I was like, oh, I got to read these in, otherwise oh. the dictator is going to be pissed. I already. But if you're going to read any part of this. That's the part to read, right? Oh, that's why it's the primary. Um, <laughs> this is fantastic. I mean, wait, the way Wade is able to, in earlier in the month, write a kind of, I guess, in in you know, air quotes, a serious kind of Batman, and then you know, later on in the month, deliver us an imp <laughs> extravaganza that is mm-hmm. nothing short of brilliant, is um, is just a blast for me. Um, I, I think this is great. I had so much fun reading this. I mean, there's just like little things like <laughs> there's with um when a green uh, lantern's wearing like the green arrow hat. Like I just found that funny. I thought that was a funny little piece of artwork there. I just everything about it. I love Batmite mm-hmm. and just the chaos that it ensues. I don't want to spoil it, but this is just 
it, it's insane. Like this is when, <laughs> when it comes to Batmite, I'm pretty much able to kind of like let everything kind of fall to the side. And except for when, you know, um, Morrison turns him into Skittles, the, the, the Skittle stuff. But like Bat Batmite, like I can usually just kind of suspend belief a lot and just really have fun with it. And when I see the other imps interact, it, you know, I like it because I like Mixie and I like knowing there's a whole fifth dimension of like people who want to be heroes, but they have no idea how to do it. You know, it's kind of like bizarro stuff to me. So I get, I can, you know, it helps yeah. me uh, just enjoy it. But this is just a lot. Of, this is like if you love comic books, like if you're a DC <clears throat> comic book fan, this is right up your alley. Really, it is. It's just it's just a blast. This had uh, Lil Gotham vibes to me. Because um, the imps? <laughs> just like in the style of how they did everything. And yes, it the does kind of look very dusty, characters doesn't it? And, stuff. It, it and it had that, that little unique charm to it. Um, overall, I thought it was like fine. Uh, it's fun, lighthearted enough. And I saw on the last page of it to be continued in Batman Superman World's Finest number 25. And I'm like, oh boy. I'm like, yeah, let's bring it but on. We'll see. We'll see. For me, I just yeah, we'll see. see. This is we'll where like, you think. <laughs> Hi, it's good to be out of it. Um, there we go. <laughs> just, Thank you. We're just gonna combine a bunch of Jim Carries into one. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but um, like it's if you just if you were following along with World's Finest. This is the kind of Batman stories you were going to get. We're going to get these fantastical elements that incorporate the larger DC universe. And I think that's fine because it's the, the, the title's been that way since issue one. Like, and I didn't care for the that's first true. story. You and I both did not yeah. like that first yep. arc. I agree. And then Wade has slowly won me over. He just, you know, he had to get back in the groove. He was out of DC for a little bit. He had to get his footing. Angela Bassett. Was. He's yeah, good old Angela you know, Bassett. Wait, you had to get that groove back, baby. You got to put on that white dress. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I just I have so much fun with this title. I, I'm really looking forward to it. I can't wait to see what it does when it co coincides with the main title because uh, I Batman and Batmite is always interesting to me. Whether it's a, an old '70s cartoon or or even even Morrison stuff piqued my interest until it didn't. Um, I, <laughs> I get really excited for Batmite. Piqued my interest until it didn't. Yeah, you know, like, uh, like, you know like, oh, okay, Batmite's going to be in this. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I like this Batmite. <laughs> I like the design. <laughs> I actually have an action figure of him somewhere. I did. Um, last issue, Pete and I dropped this book, but I just, I mentioned it still, of Batman Off World number three. Oh, this is Kowalski um, stuff, if I ever read yeah, it. Yeah, that also came out. I don't know how that's doing or how people are liking it or anything, but you and I checked out after the first issue, so... Uh, I didn't check out this one. Um, I I honestly don't hear anybody talking about it. But then again, I don't hear anybody talking about comics in general, outside of maybe it's you, Adam, Carlos, Javi. <laughs> like I'm trying to think of people I yeah. talk comics with, Paul Herman. Yeah. But it's like five people who actually read true. comics anymore. <laughs> uh, people listen to this, and maybe shows. people like to listen to people who read comics talk about them. So hey, there you That's go. That's fine. That's fine. That's calling out the fraud. We'll do the work for you guys. Um, time to hit up our next segment, Pete. You know what that is? Uh, Batman. Yes. Okay. The Vichyswa segment. Uh, I only have so two. So it starts down. off with cream. <laughs> yes, it's supposed to be cold. Uh, the, I only have two books under this one. Uh, first off, Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong, issue mm -hmm. number four. Writer Brian Bucciolato, mm -hmm. Christian Deuce, and Tom Derenick. 
her artists uh continues to be i think just a fun summer blockbuster ish comic book for me mm-hmm. uh, i know like by now it's not um let's see it's not a spoiler i guess if you're following these or anything that superman has died and i will say quote unquote died um and so it's more fallout from that and then you have like the the JLA reacting to that and stuff, which Batman opens up the book at least, and people are, you know, other heroes are reacting to his reaction and stuff. But then, like, the main highlight to me is like back on Skull Island, where Green Arrow is with King Kong and fighting the League of Assassins. Mm-hmm. That's some cool shit. And then there's something about Moons here too, when Kong arrives to kick some ass, and that Moon's going behind him, and he's just stomping everybody. And I'm like, yeah, that's freaking cool. That's some good art. That's fun. It's it's what we came to see. Um, that's the kind of stuff that I'm like, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> Basically, just have it be like Godzilla and Kong fighting monsters, and then just have some DC heroes just like sprinkled like in the background or something. <laughs> but it's fun. I think it's fun. I normally don't like team up books. I don't read a whole lot of Justice League stuff. Yeah, but this book is phenomenal. Cool. Like this is how you do it. Uh, I, I like everything about it. I think <laughs> Batman's characterization is on point. I really like what the Flash is doing. I think the Flash is going to become a big figure in this. They've been kind of teasing that for two issues now. Um, the monsters fit in perfectly. Everything that went on in Atlantis was awesome. Um, I thought the release the Kraken moment was beautiful. I really Release did. the Kraken! Like, I, I thought that line was funny. I thought the tease up to it was great. The build up was nice. Um, the artwork's been phenomenal. This yep. book is surprisingly good. Yep. surprisingly it should not be this good this is I, I'm, I'm jumping the gun here but this is my book of the month i love this book it, it made me laugh it, it got me choked up <clears throat> it's got everything you want in it like it almost read like a movie this is like if you're gonna make a horrible not horrible but if you're gonna make a dumb like overall crossover title like this is the inspiration for a justice yeah. a dc universe versus uh kong, kong and gods like this is actually pretty smart like yeah. i really enjoy this i think this would be this is like this would make for one hell of an animated movie in my opinion I I'm with you. I'd watch that. Yeah, I'd you know, you know that I I went on a Robocop uh, binge. You didn't listen week. to me, though. You didn't. And watch I'll even say part three. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> bitches leave. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Bitches Red Foreman, leave. everybody. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned that's your book of the month because I'm jumping the gun for my other Batman and Friends uh, issue, and that is the Penguin number six, which mm-hmm. was my book of the month. It was amazing. It was amazing. I best Tom King book. Freaking of the month. loved this issue. Uh, written by Tom King, new artist for this arc. Uh, St- Stevan Subic, S-U-B-I-C. I don't know where Subic. where he's Subic. from. Subic or just Subic is artist. He did Riddler Year One. So Pete and I talked about that series, which both of us loved. Uh, colorist Marcelo Maiolo. Um, this one's called An Unimportant Man Part One. <clears throat> I freaking love this because I think yeah. you and I talked last month. Last month seemed very much like the wrapping of a first arc in the sense of Penguin gathering. Like each issue was Penguin gathering his, you know, his team. his crew, if you will, his yeah. team. Yeah. And the like last page was like him looking across like the bay at Gotham or something, you know, and it was like, oh, okay, now he's going to like, it's going to ramp up here. And this it is like that almost... final scene in the Batman. Yeah. 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 Uh, 
And then this issue plays, there's a lot of Batman in this too. And mm-hmm. King works it out really well. Um, and you, you totally understand. And I think it's such a great balancing act because I don't need our villains to become heroes, anti-hero, you know, sort of deal. So it's almost like it, King works it out really well where I think <clears throat> you're questioning Penguin and like, is he being genuine? Is he not? Eh, you know, and it, it, he starts to lead you one way and then up there it is. You know, he gets you with something like that. That mm. kind of puts you in place of where this penguin's at. And I think he just does it really well. And I think the art is dark and moody and noirish. Batman shows up like, like there's never a shot of Batman of like bright under light. You see every detail. Like he's very shadowy and moody. Mm-hmm. Um I I freaking this, this I love characterization of penguin. Yes, that too. And it's like this might be my favorite issue of this of this book so far. You know, like you Love can really it. see him oh. get motivated. He's getting glasses thrown in his face. Lots of people are laughing yeah. at him. And you could you you could just see he's he's like uh, BJ Novak in the office. He's just taking names. Yep. You know, he's just writing them down <laughs> in his book. So when he gets it, there's a there's a lot of sopranos in this, in the sense of yeah. Penguin and Tony are kind of very the same, not good guys. They don't do good things, but in a weird way. I'm like pulling for him to get the better of other bad people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's, it's a book all about bad people, but someone's got to come out on top and I'm, I'm kind of pulling for Oswald to do that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of similar to that vibe. And, you know, cause it's just, it's just funny. Like at one point, you know, we always think, I always like the ascension of penguin. I like those mm-hmm. stories because we always just assume he's, you know, just hanging out eating his fish at the iceberg lounge. Right. But how did he get there? And we, we've gotten a few tales of this pain and prejudice and stuff like that. But it's just like, you know, it's, they're all different. They're all very different. This one's very much like mafia or mafia oriented with Falcone, you know, the especially the glass in his face. And that's a big scene in the book. You know, that's something new. It's, it, I like the different interpretations of the, the ascension of Penguin that we have gotten over the last uh, 20, 30 years. I think they've all been very fascinating. That includes the Batman as well. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know how I don't know I don't know how King can continue this like out the gate home run and then just keeps walking up to the plate and hitting another one out of the park for the, this penguin. Well, he's striking out with his Freaking. Batman Joker title and his. No, he's uh, not. That's a, that's a home run or a triple. Okay, that's it's so it's a sack fly that got dropped. Anyways, <laughs> no, uh, this penguin anyways. series is just I don't like. It's freaking awesome. I love it. Yeah. Um, all right. So hit me up with his your... Wonder Woman right now is really good too, by the way. That's also yes. better than this. Uh, I'm so. halfway through the most recent issue of that. I gotta finish as soon as we're done. I love recording. I love and that he brought back Steel. Sergeant I Steel, really I really like that a lot too. And you said for that, the homework is to read Perez's Wonder Woman, right? Steel, yeah. Steel? Well, Steel's a big part of that. Okay. He's well, right. he's you know, he's very similar to who he is, metal hand more characterization. Yeah. You should okay. read Perez's Wonder Woman, but that's that should be required reading. Everyone should read that. You All can right. get started after Burn. I'll allow that. That's right. your next. I'll allow it. Tower. Okay. Judge um, Bill's Lane. Oh, I miss I miss Celebrity Deathmatch. Me too. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, hit me up now, Pete. What do you got for your uh, your other books? Uh, honorable mentions. Uh, we're gonna go with dishonorable mention. Nightwing one ten. Horrible book. <laughs> 
<laughs> the worst run, uh, the worst in uh, Tom Taylor's run, ties into the Titans Beast thing. Reminds uh, me of Pinocchio when the boys go to that island and all turn into donkeys or whatever it is. Damien turns into a raccoon or something. It's really stupid. I hope it's a one-off because uh, I'm getting kind of fed up with Nightwing as is. It wrapped up the pirate Nightwing? Uh, I think this is... a. They're they're happening in, uh, simultaneously, so gotcha, I believe this okay. is just in between. Uh, Catwoman fifty one, phenomenal yep. read. Uh, I told Lauer to read it. Batman's it actually in it, so he had to read it. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. I really am excited. The supernatural element to Catwoman they added, I didn't think I would enjoy it, but it's very minimal to the point where you only really remember it until they bring it up um, with her. You know, you know, air quote nine lives. Um, but, um, she basically like, it's, she tries to steal something out of Chernobyl and then she gets really bad radiation poisoning about the escapes really interesting. I really want, want you guys to check this out. Cause I think Teeny Howard is really being, um, uh, kind of forgotten with Catwoman. A lot of people aren't giving her a lot of credit and, uh, I think it's, I think it's very good. And, and, and there's a little bit of Superman involved and there's some really good Selena Kyle moments in there. Uh, Poison Ivy, the latest issue from, um, uh, G Willow Wilson, number 18, uh, just a big old battle royale. Uh, Solomon Grundy. You've got uh, what's his name? Uh, boy, uh, uh, Crocs in it. Batman's in it. Um, and of course, Jason Woodrow. Uh, you know, he's the big bad man himself. So that's really fantastic. I enjoyed that. So make sure you check that stuff out. And uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, the Penguin's probably my number two book. Uh, number one for honorable mentions. Uh, actually, no, because I guess honorable mentions was Justice League Godzilla. So yeah, one two came from honorable mentions or Batman and Friends. Whatever the hell ever calls this segment. <laughs> <laughs> honorable dishonorable man and friends <laughs> don't read me batman it sucks so yeah that's yeah. true yeah yeah right. just re read black label and everything else don't read batman or detective because that's crap i know last month i think we had i think it was a gargoyle of gotham and city of madness black label stories uh this month neither miss those days city of madness is coming out like i think it's finales next month so that's exciting um i don't know next gargoyle of gotham and then March is going to have some new Batman stuff, which is exciting. So, just, uh, I, I just want to say uh, to all you guys uh, earlier in the year or maybe last year who were just hyping up Nightwing to be like this amazing book. I just want you guys to know that you're all fake and you're all frauds and it's been made at best. I just, I just want to get that off my chest. Uh, so that's I it. had a lot of fun until the whole it, it was it's probably good, like an arc, I, an arc or two before the whole pirate one. And then the pirate one really just got me like, eh, and I stopped. And then the beast world stuff, I was not interested in at all. Lower, it's, it's been it. good, but it's never been the book of the month. And we've been doing this for how many years? Yeah. So let's just, let's just put it that way. Uh, you, you could, you could follow the, 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 the extravagant uh, bullshit okay. from others but uh you know when it comes to the, the not truth, not, book club speaks it so that's true you know what that, that out to existence that is truth Pete. be careful who Thanks you follow be careful who you listen to there's a lot of crap <laughs> out there and uh, i've just seen it resurface a lot lately so i'm just warning you all be careful um sometimes more you know with, with peter arvera and as we all know the r stands for hope that's right yeah um so I, just, I, I i had things get it chest. out there you know you got to get it out or get it in whatever you want to do Get it out, get it in, get it all in between. <laughs> uh, thanks for doing the work again. Always. I do the work because <laughs> there's a lot of people who, like I said before, are frauds, and I'm not a fraud. They don't do the they don't do the work. The P no, does they do just the work. Talk so out thanks for ass. coming back. Let's do this again. And I think I think uh next month will be the 
36th month wrap-up episode. Mm. Like monthly wrap-up episode. Because that mm. will conclude mm-hmm. three years of doing doing the work, Pete. That we've done the work. Like, my God, how many three comics have we read in those three now, years? <laughs> we've been reading 97.9% of every Batman book published. Yeah, right? that's, I think that's yeah, fair. That's, that's solid. There's a couple, Good for us. couple off worlds. There's a Batman reptile in there, right? Like reptilian, <laughs> I think it was actually. There's the book that we we have maybe mentioned come out of our mouth maybe twice in the past year and a half or two years. Batman Incorporated. Only to... <laughs> oh yeah, I just <laughs> that's something. That, yeah. It's not a Batman book. You yeah. know what? If if you want that book on the show, Javi can record a special segment on his own. Email you. <laughs> you can edit it on. Uh, and then I'll pull a I'll pull a Jimmy Kimmel to Matt Damon and be like, yeah, uh, apologies to Javi Churio that we didn't have time for the Batman Incorporated segment. <laughs> I didn't have time to copy and paste your edit in there. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> my bad. Uh, please keep sending me the cinnamon rolls. It's editing so difficult. <laughs> yeah, yep, sure is. Uh, why don't you go ahead and plug away? Uh, you could if I haven't pissed you off yet. You can follow me on social media at Pete Illustrated. <laughs> this will that'll do it. <laughs> Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I have a news-based podcast that I co-host with the champion of Long Island, Eric Holzman. Of course, you've heard of him. That's straight out of Gotham at straight underscore O underscore G on a uh, on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook group, Facebook fan page. Consider joining both Lowers and both. I like making fun of him there as well. Yeah. Um, Batmanonfilm.com, Batman on Film YouTube, Batman on Film Podcast, Batman on Film Social Hour. Anywhere you see Batman on Film, I'm there. That's and, true. Uh, Pizza everywhere. Sprinkling the seat everywhere. Make fun of Lauer in the Facebook group. Tough shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think I've said to you before too. Like, it's funny if anybody ever thinks that anything that we say is serious. And I think that might get you and I even more laughs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, like, oh, Lauer and Peter, they're they're at it again. It's like these two nerds are always fighting with each other, but they have a can't show. They, I can't, understand. Can't they get along? I thought they were friends. Uh, they're just uh, nerds. <laughs> just nerds. Yeah, just nerds. Uh, let's see. For the Batman Book Club, you can follow on X. Slash Twitter and Instagram at the Batman BC for latest episode drops, upcoming episodes, and sometimes some giveaways. Subscribe to the Batman Book Club YouTube channel where Pete and I are going to No Man's Land. We're gonna do it. We really are gonna do this. And it we is talk about happen. this all the time. It's just, but it's true. It's because it's gonna happen. It's coming. it's gonna happen. We're we're you know what we're gonna do? We're probably gonna like binge read that whole omnibus in one day and just record everything the next. <laughs> <laughs> and just it's be like, we can get it out on time. You know what? We're just gonna. It's gonna be a. Tw- uh, a seven hour episode. <laughs> We're going to take a week off from work so we can read. <laughs> no, yeah, it sounds like a valid use of time. Let's make it happen. Uh, <laughs> going to support the show. There's a variety of ways you can do that. Like I said, at the top patreon.com slash BC have some new users um, that have been very gracious in that, which I will mention next month. Yes. Much appreciated. Uh, tpublic.com, type in TBBC for the Batman book club to get some cool things that has that Justin Kowalski logo all over Ooh, Kowalski. Oh, Kowalski. But if you don't want to spend any money at all, it's 100% A-OK. The, the quickest, easiest, and most impactful thing you can do is rate and review the show. So, whatever podcast feed, source that you use, Apple, Amazon, Google Play, iHeartRadio, uh, just go to the rate and review page and help, and rate and review the show. Because, as uh, Pete and I both know, the more reviews the show gets, the more it helps spread the word. And as we all know, the word is panic. Panic. But wait, before panic. we go, yeah. Who do you have uh, for Championship Sunday? Okay, well, this is going to release after they're out, but so that's Pete fine. and I are doing this before. This is being recorded before. Um, I think the Ravens, and I think probably the 49ers. 
but I kind of okay, want to okay, say Detroit. The opposite I want Detroit, right. though. I'm rooting for the Detroit. Lions. I want the Ravens to win, but I just I think that the Chiefs are just I don't, I, they should have lost in Buffalo and they didn't. So I kind of think they're going to win another uh, Super Bowl. Uh, I think, well, yeah, okay. All right. I think that you know it, it just. Well, I'm gonna tuck, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna cheer with uh, with old B Rabbit, and I'm and I'm I'm hoping that the Lions can. Oh, I'm rooting, I'm rooting for Adam Snow. I'm rooting for the Lions all the way. Uh, Adam yeah. Snow movie show on YouTube, great show. Check that out. Good friend of our uh, ours at Strand of Gotham. Good guy. Um, big Lions fan from the uh, from the snowy Michigan area. I don't know from if he's actually D, from Detroit. From the D. But he and I right now he there's only one the team wilderness. that is the D. <laughs> That's right. So. The D. <laughs> All right, so for um, Peter or Vera the Frolker, I am Ryan Lauer. And until next time, (gasps) big man, bad man, guys.